The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 31 In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Make haste to deliver me. And be thou my strong rock and house of defense, that thou mayest save me. For thou art my strong rock and my castle. Be thou also my guide, and leave me for thy name's sake. Draw me out of the net that they have laid privily for me, for thou art my strength. And to thy hands I commended my spirit, for thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, thou God of truth. I have hated them that hold of lying vanities, and my trust hath been in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my troubles, and hast known my soul in adversities. Thou hast not shut me up into the hand of the enemy, but hast set my feet in a large room. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble, and mine eye is consumed for very heaviness, yea, my soul and my body. For my life is waxen old with heaviness, and my years with mourning. My strength faileth me because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I became a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially among my neighbors. And they of mine acquaintance were afraid of me, 
and they that did see me without conveyed themselves from me. I am clean forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am become like a broken vessel. For I have heard the blasphemy of the multitude, and fear is on every side, while they conspire together against me, and take their counsel to take away my life. But my hope hath been in thee, O Lord, I have said thou art my God. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies, and from them that persecute me. Show thy servant the light of thy countenance, and save me for thy mercy's sake. Let me not be confounded, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the ungodly be put to confusion, and be put to silence in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which cruelty disdainfully and despitefully speak against the righteousness. O oh, how plentiful is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, and that thou hast prepared for them that put their trust in thee, even before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the covert of thine own presence from the plotting of men. Thou shalt keep them secretly in thy tabernacle from the strife of tongues. Thanks be to the Lord, for he hath showed me marvelous great kindness in a strong city. But in my haste I said, I am cast out of thy sight of mine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest the voice of my prayer when I cried unto thee. O love the Lord, all ye saints, for the Lord preserveth them that are faithful, and plentiness rewardeth the proud doer. Be strong, and he shall establish your heart all ye that put your trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 14th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Now some of the elders of Israel came to me and sat before me, and the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of men, man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts, and put before them that which causes them to stumble into iniquity. Should I let myself be inquired of at all by them? Therefore speak to them, and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Everyone of the house of Israel who sets up idols in his heart, and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity, and then comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him who comes, according to the multitude of his idols, that I may seize the house of Israel by their heart, because they are all estranged from me by their idols. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Repent, turn away from your idols, and turn your faces away from all your abominations. For any one of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who dwell in Israel, who separates himself from me, and sets up his idols in his heart, and puts before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity, then comes to a prophet to inquire, inquire of him concerning me, I, the Lord, will answer him by myself. I will set my face against that man, and make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people. Then you shall know that I am the Lord." And if the prophet is induced to speak anything, I, the Lord, have induced that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel. And they shall bear their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be the same as the punishment of the one who inquired, that the house of Israel may no longer stray from me, nor be profaned any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people, and I may be their God. 
here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth chapter of the Gospel of St. John. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Then Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all. <clears throat> the center of our lessons tonight um, concerns the worship of God in spirit and in truth, um, and, the, um, the, and who's doing that and who's not doing that. Um, the psalmist really draws out this dichotomy as as one who as the posture of one who invites God to search his heart and to, to find that he had been um, undivided in his loyalty to God, and really the psalmist is speaking within the voice with the voice of a of the faithful Israelite um, who in the in the face of so many great enemies, um, is, so long as he retains the uh, that undivided heart, which the scriptures always see as what it means to have a pure heart, uh, a heart that is not divided against itself or divided in its devotion, um, but rather a singleness of heart that is uh, singly devoted, um, then that 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 is the sort of um, assurance of that, that that sort of that peace of heart um, is the assurance that God will in time vindicate the righteous Israelite over and against the enemies that beset them. Uh, and that becomes a kind of recurring theme throughout the Psalms is, is a, you know, is a, a, an attentiveness to the, that to faithfulness being that kind of the, the preservation of that purity of heart, um, before God. Um, because if one is drawn into sort of a compromise and divides their affection, um, that is what essentially constitutes idolatry, and idolatry begins in the heart that is um, is not singly devoted to God as He is to the God of the of their fathers. And so, um, the psalmist, you know, sees the, the the ability to pray for vindication against enemies as being the the fruit of uh, of that of that uh, devotion. Um, but you know, in practice, you know, the hearts get divided, um, and that singleness of devotion is is difficult to maintain, and there are all kinds of temptations that try to pull um, the faithful Israelite or the, the faithful anyone um, into that compromise and into that fundamental idolatry. And that's sort of what's on display in Ezekiel. In the lesson from Ezekiel, is that the elders of Israel have uh, of the of the elders of the uh, the Jews in captivity have gathered around Ezekiel to hear a word from the Lord, and the Lord and really are sort of entering into the pattern of ancient Israel uh, where the elders go and meet with the kind of Moses figure 
who communicates uh, and is the sort of intercessor and communicates with God on their behalf and delivers the word of the Lord back to them. This is a kind of um, tabernacling in the in the in the captivity uh, or an attempt to do so. But um, you know, out uh, out here, God's first message is, well, these people have you know these elders have set up idols in their heart, and shall I speak with them? Um, you know, the, that fundamental division of heart needs to be resolved um, because really that division of heart is what got uh, Judah into captivity in the first place, um, is that they divided their affections, which belonged only to God, uh, and began to share them with other gods um, and other deities um, and really just to idols um, and then idol and idolized themselves in the midst of that as well. And so, you know, the idea here is that, you know, the elders of Israel sort of uh, God is indicting them for, for for wanting it both ways of wanting to retain um, their sort of division of heart and to and not to resolve that. Um, while at the same time, having the prerogative of being able to hear the word of the Lord. And these things are antithetical to each other. The, the word of the Lord comes and takes play, takes home in a heart. Um, that is undivided in its devotion and in its obedience. And so uh, the conundrum is, is like, how can this purity of heart be sought um, when it seems that the compromise runs so deep? And that is the answer that Jesus provides in the second lesson tonight when he's having his conversation with the Samaritan woman. The reason he proclaims that the hour is, uh, is coming and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth is that there will be a sort of a reconciliation of, of the divided heart but that will be accomplished um, because Jesus, the, the true Israelite, has come among them with an undivided, uh, undivided heart into to, and, and he is the word of God um, made flesh. And so uh, as the word of God, he has come to his people who are of a divided heart, um, but he has also come as one of them and as one of them is himself possessed of an undivided heart. Um, and so because of their because of what because of the work he comes to do he will invite them to partake and to share in him in his life and in his prayer and in his faithfulness to god and so we'll open the door to israel again having an undivided heart through him and experiencing the beatitude and blessing that comes with that so uh, what's being revealed here is that this you know this paradox this this problem this riddle that's been uh, sort of pervasive in the psalms and in the in the prophets is now uh, come to pass that Jesus himself will accomplish the purity of heart um, that um, that cements the reconciliation of God with his people, um, and then will invite all those who come to him to share in his worship, and so, like him, become those who worship in spirit and in truth. We'll continue now with our litany as it is Wednesday which you can find linked uh, to this to the in the chat bar of this call. We offer the litany this evening to the glory of God with our petition being for the, um, the, the stirring up of the gifts of the spirit in our midst and that we might be given boldness to testify to Jesus in all of our various um, places and all of our various contexts. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. 
Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may but above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace to hear meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive all our sins, neg negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and 